Welcome to episode 10 of the Unperfect Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Sneed, and I'm here to help you see glimpses of God's glory among the imperfections of life. If you struggle with measuring up to an unattainable standard or wonder where is God in the midst of less than perfect circumstances, you're not alone. Hope and maybe a little bit of humor are coming up. We're all familiar with the infamous back-to-school supply list that teachers give every every year. And this is not a host to bash teachers and their supply list. I totally get why they ask for what they need. But I have a friend, Matt, that I grew up with who posts the most hilarious back-to-school supply list posts every year. I'm off social media now, so I kind of miss seeing what he put out there this go-around if he still has school-age kids. But anyway, one year on my blog, I put out a mom's back-to-school supply list, and I decided to revisit it today on the podcast, because even if you're not a mom or like me, you don't have crazy amounts of supplies you're buying for an elementary-aged kid, some of these supplies make great metaphors for some habits and routines we may want to have in place in our homes this fall. So in no particular order, here's my 2023 back-to-school mom supply list. Number one, glue sticks. These represent more of the things that help our family stick together rather than pull us apart. Slowing down is a big one. I'm looking forward to some weekends where there is absolutely nothing on the calendar. Now, my oldest plays football, so it could be another month and a half for that dream to come true. But seriously, filling every minute of every day is not good for our kids or for their parents. We want times for family fun and reflection. Those are going to be important as well as date nights for my husband and I, something we've never been very consistent about, but we know is key to good communication in our marriage. Number two rubber bands. So these represent flexibility. This will be a necessity for all six of us to function maximally. I have an adult college graduate living back at home with us this year as he completes an internship. I have a high school graduate living at home while he works and takes some classes at the community college. And I have a senior in high school who is Mr. Social and a boarding school daughter who is home on the weekends. Did I mention the dog who thinks he's a person too? Anyway, flexibility is a must. It's a character trait Art and I need to work on and be intentional about helping our kids live out because nothing is certain, even the best made plans with this crew. There has to be some give and take. And we are all learning a new dance with our adult children. As author Jim Burns suggests, none of us know the moves. So we're trying to be flexible there also as we navigate this new norm while occasionally stepping on each other's toes. So definitely going to need the flexibility of those rubber bands. Number three is Clorox wipes. And y'all, there's no metaphor for this one. I just could stand to have a little bit of a cleaner house. And that's the biggest understatement of the year. Comedian Leanne Morgan coined one of my favorite quotes of all time. When asked about her house cleaning practices, she replied in her very thick Tennessean accent, I'm fun. Fun people don't clean. It's probably why when asked to clean in the past, my kids responded with, who's coming over? I'm trying to utilize all the folks coming in and out of this house that I mentioned earlier. I should probably just buy some Clorox wipes and have them in every room in the house so I can just wipe as I walk through. But since that's probably not likely to happen, let's just move on to number four. Number four is scissors. 
indispensable for cutting out things and activities we don't need. So my sister-in-law, Katie, gave me some great advice once. She said, you can't always make choices that are best for each family member. You must look at the bigger picture and decide which activities are best for the whole family. And I thought that was just great, great, great advice that I've tried to look at from that angle or tried to see things from that angle ever since. Now, we are leaving in place the activities that are best for mom, however, because ultimately that's best for the family. Okay, number six, dry erase markers. These are essential for do-overs and start-overs. So basically, we're talking about grace here. For myself, my husband, my kids, my friends, and even my enemies, a great phrase to daily recite is, today's a new day, I can begin again. And if God himself gives us that daily opportunity to receive the new mercies every morning that he talks about in Lamentations 3, we can probably stand to follow his lead and give more grace to ourselves and to others. Number seven, erasers and whiteout. So along with grace, it's going to be forgiveness. No sin needs to be unforgivable and no past unredeemable. This is going to take some faith in some situations we're in right now in our home, but it's imperative for growth and healing and hope. Our God is a God of restoration, and I want to model that in my relationships with other people. Number seven, pencils and paper. So these supplies are necessary for recording things that matter, things that are important. And I want to make sure that what I'm spending my time, my resources, my gifts, my energy on are God-given priorities that will matter in eternity. I'm in a season of life, I talked about this on the podcast in episode number six, where I know what God's called me to do. So saying no to things that aren't part of that call is getting easier, a little easier. I still fall prey to that need for affirmation that I get sometimes when I say yes to some folks. So baby steps here. Number eight, kindergarten nap mat. I may be 51 years old, but I still need rest. I'm trying to make sure I actually get a Sabbath and just don't work my way all the way through an entire week and a weekend. So that's a big one for me this fall. Number nine, permission slips. This is permission to set aside agendas, schedules, cleaning, yay, just to enjoy my family. I did this a lot this summer, and it was so amazing to have spontaneous moments with my husband and kids because I could just lay the agenda aside to live in this moment. Permission to sit in some tough emotions so I can deal with them instead of burying them so they'll come screaming out next time I get triggered. That's another area I'm going to give myself some permission in. And number 10, this is the last one. This is the item that holds everything together. It's the binder. Now, I'm not just talking about your everyday three ring binder. I'm talking about a trapper keeper straight out of the 1980s. I don't even know if they still make them, but trapper keepers were like the physical versions of an iPhone, in my opinion. They enabled you to keep track of everything you needed via pouches and pockets and folders and rings, and they closed up neatly with a handy little Velcro tab. Well, my time with Jesus in his word does this for me, minus the Velcro tab. 
though often it's the thing that gets pushed aside for later, it's just got to be first and foremost in my mind, my heart, and mainly my schedule. Because only through his strength, wisdom, and power can anything else on this list be possible. I can't experience true rest or grace or forgiveness or self-discipline or wisdom or any of these things without remaining in him. John 15, 5 makes it clear that when I'm remaining in him, I will bear much fruit, but without him, I can do nothing. And it doesn't say I can do less. It says absolutely nothing without him. So I hope this gives you some ideas of back-to-school priorities you might want to make for yourself or your family. Uh, why wait until New Year's to audit our habits to know if they're lining up with our priorities? Let's get a head start on them this fall. And maybe, just maybe, I'll even clean something this week. I don't know. We'll see. Thanks for joining me today on the Unperfect Podcast. Check out the show notes for a written form of this episode in the form of a blog post on my website. That's www.shellysneed.com. You can also subscribe to receive a bi-monthly newsletter from me straight to your inbox. And lastly, I've got a free resource for you called The Unperfect Promises of God. It's a printable download of five biblical meditations to encourage you as you're living in the now and the not yet that I mention often here on the podcast. So check out the show notes for a link to that and it's yours free. Also, if you were challenged, blessed, or humored by today's episode, would you be so kind as to leave a quick rating and review? It will help other unperfect people like us find the podcast. I'm praying you have a blessed week and are able to see glimpses of glory in the now and the not yet of your unperfect life. See you next time.